Hello, and welcome to Culture Dumps. I'm Ryan Lichten, and I'm here with Parks Miller. Today's dump is a violent dump, a, a vicious, brutal yeah. dump all the way back from- A bloody dump. A bloody dump, if you will. Oh, God. Everyone's going to get so sick of that. Um, but we're talking about celebrity boxing today, more specifically the Fox-produced 2002 show, Celebrity Boxing, which was two live events uh, a couple months apart. And, uh, I mean, we'll get into some of the more modern stuff because celebrity boxing, I feel like now is like a thing, but it's not. Yeah. Like, it's it, it's never like A list shit. You know, it's not like fucking Brad Pitt's mm-hmm. going up there and boxing George Clooney. It's like, it, it's literally like a YouTube guy versus like a old basketball yeah. guy, you know, or stuff well, like that's, that. That's what's, that's what's dumpy about it is it's like maybe even the event itself wasn't necessarily like the biggest thing that ever happened but it involves people that had their sort of moment right and then they do this so then it's kind of this culmination of different people's dumps in their career right like every one of the participants could have its own episode of, of this show and why is celebrity boxing a dump per se well it goes back to like this desire to see someone famous get hurt it's like this primal urge to see those who have reached some level of success literally be beaten down and it's also there's like a sad freak show esque characteristic to the celebrities that you know are, are past their prime that are participating in this. Like literally they have to like participate in physical violence for a paycheck, you know? And again, it's, right. it's never a list folks. It's always, you know, it, again, it's like a freak show. It's like literally being kicked while they're down kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's right. totally relevant today because now, you know, especially with like the rise of these like pay-per-view streaming matches that, you know, I feel, I mean, fuck dude, like Floyd Mayweather, like the most like decorated, like respected boxer of modern times is, you know, just boxed a fucking YouTube guy, you know? Right. Right. Exactly. So, but again, I mean, but he also, that's kind of this weird thing where we're in this situation of just these increasingly head scratching moments. But I think the thing with the Mayweather is that he just made so much fucking money oh, yeah, doing it for sure. So it's like, you know, and he's won enough fights, I guess, to say he has the credibility to do it, to just to then, do whatever, whatever he wants really. Know. Well, and, and you know, an, another thing is this one, this particular celebrity boxing event or these two events that we're going to be talking about. These aren't, you know, these like $60 million fucking matches. These are like, you know, 20 grand checks going out to the participants, basically. Exactly. So let's do it. Let's get ready to rumble here. The sport of boxing has its roots in ancient times, along with all the other violence-based sports. One part physical endurance, one part art form, and one part sheer brutality, humans throughout time cannot get enough of their blood sports. I don't know why that is. Uh, I'm not into any sports, but I will watch two guys or two girls beat the shit out of each other or, you know, a guy and a girl. Well, exactly. (laughs) You know, it's like you you can't help it. It's uh well it, yeah I think well yeah I think it does come from a time of just being yeah the just society it was just kind of way more brutal geared towards yeah it was way more brutal I mean we still have elements of that I mean you see 
you know, people see like say someone who's on a lot of drugs or mentally unstable and like their reaction sometimes might be that of entertainment like oh my god this woman was naked on the subway and yeah like, yeah it, it, there's it, something about it that you can't turn away but whereas that's a little more maybe just an observant not participating back in the day it was like let me just it's get a safe two people that are way from, less yeah yeah it, it's like a, mm -hmm. yeah it's, it's a watching someone else do it is fine you don't want to be in the ring but you definitely want to see people in the ring but also like i love that these are some of like the oldest sports like wrestling and and boxing it's like can you imagine just being so bored having so little to do that you literally just beat the shit out of each other for for fun well maybe <laughs> well maybe it comes from like maybe even a more ancient time of like literally you're just fighting over like i don't know the fucking dead cow like you're fighting over these like very precious resources and then eventually when society gets to a point of like having some stability bit more yeah. civilization then the next thing is like well let's just like kind of interact or use that mimic that yeah. death fighting to the death thing and kind of use it for entertainment now yeah they like they miss it it's like i miss when we used to have to beat the shit out of each other for this cow now we got all these yeah, cows just, so let's just, just do it anyway a little right yeah. so while there are celebrities in the boxing world that is not celebrity boxing we are talking about non-athletes and non-professionals going at it in the ring but not just any non-professional non-athletes these are b to c list celebrities and it could be said that the first examples of non-athletes battling it out in front of a bloodthirsty crowd was the gladiator matches of ancient Rome. You know, prisoners of war, criminals, and slaves were forced to battle it out in elaborate death matches, the likes of which the world has not seen since. And while those people might not be considered celebrities per se, the allure of an untrained person faced with a life-or-death bout was incredibly enticing to the audience. That's the key thing. Right. These aren't like That's, super soldiers. Yeah. It's just like, like, it could be you there. You know what I mean? Well, I guess, yeah, and I guess in that sense, it's because they're expendable, quote unquote, because it's like if they're prisoners or slaves or whatever the fuck these crazy Romans are doing, they're able to just say that these people are, you know, worth nothing. So then you have this weird thing where then it's like, but they are worth something if we can get them to try to kill each other. Right, exactly. And so because, because you're not supposed to do that. that yeah. even, and I feel like even in Roman times, like, they knew that like two two like very high up dignified members of society are not going to just have some all out brawl because you know that like in some sort of hierarchy that like two kings or emperors aren't supposed to just fight each other right. to the death but that's how it should but be then if if they're if they're quote unquote lo lower than then like just throw them away like yeah. let's do it i mean it's I almost like when a kid like burns you know burns ants with magnifying glasses it's like you <laughs> sort of so like start to like learn <laughs> no but it because, is no well, but, because, but it is yeah you're, you're well, right that, but that's how these emperors were treating these these prisoners and slaves just like let's right. use them who cares how many dies in fact the more the die the the better it could be. You know, there, there would be a lot less war in the world if the country's leaders were the ones that had to do the fighting. Like if like <laughs> right, if it was right. like beefing. And I mean, that's just how uh, issues should be settled. One on one then, fights, here, not wars. Right. But then the other thing about that is that not only is do you have that the people being forced to fight and then the leaders, but then you also have the crowd and they kind of fit very nicely in between the sort of the common people and you pay the ticket price and then 
you know that like your emperor is the one orchestrating this insane battle, but you also know that you're just one step above the people that are being forced to right. battle. Yeah. It, so you, it gives you that there. just that leg. So it's very much sort of this class system. And maybe that kind of is the celebrity thing where it's like, oh, these people were famous and above me, but now I can kind of like watch them degrade each other. And like, I can feel like I'm somehow better than them, even though I'm just still that, just sitting at home watching it. That's a hundred percent what it is. And as time went on, wrestling and boxing became the go-to fighting based sports. And by the 1800s, both had been transformed into full fledged entertainment industries. As the years went on, boxers especially found a, a place in, uh, in pop culture. You know, you have like Muhammad Ali, like who is all over the place, you know what I mean? I mean, like even going the to the like original Jack Johnson. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. like, I mean, yeah, major, major celebrity shit. And, and boxing, you know, like with wrestling, wrestling became like not like Olympic style wrestling, but like professional wrestling. That became more of like a vaudeville thing. And it was a little more theatrical. You know, it was fixed. Boxing yeah. is always seen as like this just gentleman's sport you know there it's like it's like refined fighting it, it's it's an art form and and all, all, all that stuff and it's it's insane and you know some of these but it's still so brutal yeah it, it's the, insanely brutal i know. mean you know they, they they're all bashing their fucking heads in you know and like hitting each other and yeah. in some cases biting each other's ears you know what i mean but yeah boxing what, is always seen as like this test of like skill and strength you know yeah that, so like when you see like when there is a celebrity boxing match there's kind of this thing where it's like well you have to train really hard to like learn how to do that that didn't really happen in right. the thing that we're saying today or talking about today right but i, I do want to just interject about the og jack johnson for those who might not know and i apologize if you do but you know he was he was like a black boxer like what in the i mean he died in 46 so i don't know exactly i mean i think it was like the 20s when he was like a big fighter but he went up against this guy james j jeffries jjj and <laughs> Jumpin j baby this was this was a white guy and literally his james jeffries nickname was the great white hope <laughs> and the fact and the fact that jack johnson beat james jeffries in this fight it like he was literally like the most hated black man in the United States for like a number of years because so it, it right it has these like other social implications because you literally watch like all these white people are like watching a black guy beat up a white guy yeah hope and but then it just hoping like, it has that this, it would like, be the other way around which is like right even the more great white yeah. hope like that's so insane to like that's that's your boxing nickname like, yeah think about that shit <laughs> yeah great white dope. Uh, so, you know, like I said, it's considered to be a true gentleman's sport. Uh, as they say, it's one of the most lucrative sports there is, and it's layered with centuries of tradition. But in 2002, all of the respectability of the sport would be tossed aside for one of the most bizarre live events in sports history. Now we are here at Celebrity Boxing. So there has always been an interest in seeing Complete amateurs box each other, an interest almost as strong as seeing professionals box. And that's where celebrity boxing enters. And apparently in the 80s, like this whole idea of uh, amateurs boxing each other. So there was this place called Gleason's Gym in, in New York. It was a really, you know, legendary, well-respected boxing gym. And in the 80s, it was really popular to have these like totally just like cranked up, amped up 
like bankers and like Wall Street guys come and box each other, and it would be like guys from like different firms, and like these would be like super popular matches, like to the point where the city had to come and shut it down because they're like, look, you're like having these unsanctioned fights with untrained people, and like they're gonna get really hurt. But people loved to flock to see just two guys who didn't mm. know what they were doing fuck each other up, and that's the whole thing. It's but a, there's safety concerns like with that. They were having the a little fight club, which and right. just to bring in other little. Cultural, I mean, Fight Club, Rocky, just a couple of movies about dudes beating the shit out of each other. Right. Obviously, <laughs> there's a lot of movies it, about dudes beating a, the shit out of each other. Right. It, there's something about it. And also, before we get right into the celebrity boxing, I wanted to bring up very briefly just the celebrity death match, which was that MTV oh, yeah. show, right. which is... A satire, and it was like a claymation show. Mm-hmm. It was also and a video it, game for PS2. It's the only video game was, where you can play as Anna Nicole Smith. Oh, nice. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah I mean, Anna Nicole, we're, we're, we're coming for her. But basically, it's kind of like sort of these like very exaggerated because it's animated. It could do that. But I feel like maybe that had some sort of... That's a, it, had a, it had a little moment like in the late 90s. Yeah, totally. Of, of being super popular and it probably had something to do with celebrity boxing though celebrity deathmatch isn't a dump because i feel like it was kind of this like part of this like cool edgy mtv yeah. it was like sort of one of the last like cool like when mtv actually made original content which is right. so and like you know, had that cartoons people actually and shit. Th- that I, that that people actually thought was cool Right. Yeah. Celebrity. I mean, yeah. Celebrity Deathmatch was was great. And uh, they put all of it up on the Paramount Plus app. So if you are are interested in watching it, you can. So in 2002, it was announced that Fox would be airing a new show titled Celebrity Boxing. The much hyped live event boasted three matches between some of the most forgettable or out of favor fallen celebrities that they could convince to enter the ring. (laughs) Yeah, the the show garnered a fairly large audience. But from the start, the entire event came off as just sad, like the proverbial train wreck you couldn't look away from. It almost, you know, it it, it seemed like a, a fitting final dark chapter in the careers of the participants who by this time were seen as has-beens, failures, jokes, or nothing more than just tabloid bait. Each fighter was given a nickname and many of them were also given large temporary tattoos advertising the online casino Golden Palace Casino, like literally their entire backs and the blatant advertising just like race cars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like race cars. Exactly. Race cars. And, you know, a lot of journalists that covered this because like this was covered all over and everyone had the same things to say about it. But they really related it to like a brand that you would see on cattle. Like they're just like mm-hmm. slapped, like literally on their skin slapped with this shit, right, right. which is ridiculous. So it, it airs, right? And it starts with the national anthem being sung by Backstreet Boy Howie Durow. And the first bout was between Partridge Family cast member Danny Boom Boom Bonaducci and Barry DeButcher Williams, a.k.a. Greg Brady. And on paper, putting a Partridge against a Brady seems perfect, almost like an episode of, yes, MTV's Celebrity Deathmatch come to life. Right. But the reality was it was just two guys who were child stars with no training, swinging wild punches and running out of breath. And Boom Boom Bonaducci won after Williams Corner threw in the towel during the second round. Like, Damn. Yeah. And he again, just said, Fuck it. he's just throwing haymakers at this guy. But again, like people, that was something, I mean, maybe not for people our age, but like for my parents, like I remember my dad being like, yeah, like I want to see a fucking Brady fight a partridge, you know, like. True. 
But I will interject and say that both, well, maybe not um, Williams, but Bonaducci, I like know that fucking guy. And this is definitely <laughs> in this like dump, dump zone of this 2000s he was around. era with, with these reality shows because I felt like for me, you know, I watched MTV because that's where I wanted to get my, my videos, my culture, and then, you know, VH1. And I felt like once that kind of transitioned into all this like spinoff stuff, like I love the 70s, I love the right. 80s, whatever the fuck, whatever all those fucking shows were, I felt like Danny Bonaducci was on every single, every one, single of those one of shows. them. Yeah, he was around. So I felt like I, I felt like I really knew who that guy was, and I've still never. I don't know what the fuck part. I know what Partridge Family is, but I've never seen an episode of it. Yeah, and so you know, I don't have any source material for it. But he really, for someone like me that wasn't my generation, that guy was really around. Yes. If you watched VH1. No, he was incredibly around uh, right, right during that time. But Bonaducci, he also fought Donny Osmond in 1994 in in a celebrity boxing event. But that was just them, and he because he was a radio host. You know, Bonaducci. I think he's still on the radio, <laughs> and uh, he like would call him out and kept like pressing it and pressing it and pressing it. So they you know they, they got him together, um, and I'm pretty sure he he won that. But apparently that match was even. Even more of a mess than the one against the Brady like like Donny Osmond got his yeah. eye poked at one part at one point and they had to, like <laughs> take a break and like all, all this shit but, but also in 2002 there was another celebrity boxing match in the UK and the main event uh featured uh Ricky Gervais so that like oh, nice. like people were nice. hungry for celebrities beating each other at this time I will say I'm gonna say that maybe child 70s child stars boxing each other is kind of like when bad baby and whoa Vicky were like Oh my god. Trying to pull each other's <laughs> weaves out at the mall. You know, yeah. like people want Bad Baby and Woe Vicky to to fight. go off. What happened to Woe Vicky? Like, what happened to Bad Baby? I I don't know. I but I feel like probably if you go on their Instagrams, they still have millions of followers oh, and still are quote unquote doing it. But yeah, they're kind of like that's like our sort of child star of for yeah. us in a well, weird and, way. But that's who you see doing the celebrity boxing now. It's like influencers and shit. It's not like yeah. actors and actresses or even musicians. Exactly. Well, some rappers well, do it, but uh, like, like I know like could maybe Blueface, I think, boxed someone recently, and mm -hmm. I know Wiz Khalifa's been like training UFC and shit, but like it's not the same. Yeah. I mean, we could probably go ahead and call like maybe the entire influencer thing could be a huge fucking dump. It, like it will be. There, I mean, there, you ever... there's going to be such dumpiness about. I mean, whoa, Vicky. Yeah. First off. I mean, oh Bad Baby. God. I'm going to say Bad Baby at least released a couple fucking banger songs. <laughs> totally, but dude. Whoa, but, White but Horse. Whoa, Vicky. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, Vicky didn't do anything. Yeah. Whoa, Vicky is or... literally just racist. Like it just like it, she's, <laughs> if you guys don't know what we're talking about, just search Whoa, Vicky. It's it, you'll yeah. be like, oh yeah. But I mean, Parks, do you ever uh, do this thing? Like I do this all the time, where like you're watching TV or like I'll be reading or something. I'm like, God, I can't wait for this to become a dump. Like I can't right. wait for yeah. I can't wait for like five years from now when I can look back on this and fucking call it a, a culture dump. Um, so th the second match of celebrity boxing, this first one, uh, the second match on the card was between Todd Mad Dog Bridges and Rob Van Winkle, aka Vanilla Ice, but they called him bipolar, like polar bear. 
Like polar bear. Yeah. And like, I love that they give these guys these names, like Todd Mad Dog Bridges. Like, anyone right. from different strokes could have been in celebrity boxing. Like, they could have easily had a match with Gary Coleman. They could have easily, I mean, if, if uh, Dana Plato that was alive, I'm sure she would have been in the running. I mean, she just really uh, flew off the rails. Uh, that one, if you guys well, don't I, know her story, I that's did, pretty sad, but. I did kind of read part of the, the another layer to the bipolar for Vanilla Ice, and it was because he at that time was really trying to like kind of push himself as Rob Van Winkle. I mean, Vanilla Ice <laughs> again could be a dump, way cooler than Vanilla like, Ice. I, I, I do feel like he has been covered a lot, but maybe that's only to like weirdos like us that go into pop culture things. Whereas I feel like. His whole arc is a very... It's incredibly dumpy, everything about him. Yeah. But after kind of the success and fallout of Ice Ice Baby, he had this, like, strange 90s period where he, like, went grunge. He got caught up with the Juggalo scene. Yeah, he was and on kind of life. Right, where he was like, I'm Rob Van Winkle. I'm just, like, this cool guy, whatever. So I think that part of it is they were trying to poke fun at like your vanilla ice to everyone but you're trying to be rob van winkle right to to people and so maybe that was part of this bipolar like I, yeah i wouldn't want to do like a vanilla ice episode but i would totally do a rob van winkle uh episode you know <laughs> that's, exactly. that's that's the difference right, right. so it was clear that bridges had undergone some training for the match and he kept ice against the ropes or down on the mat for a good portion of the entire match and the mad dog walked away the winner it's actually really surprising uh how bad vanilla ice does in this match but again these people aren't trained um and this is especially pre like you know visible in the last match the main event which was the most anticipated and that was between shamed ice skater tanya tnt harding and paula the arkansas pounder jones now harding of course yeah, got wrapped great. up in a scandal where her husband you know and possibly her conspired to attack her opponent at the u.s figure skating championship and paula jones sued Bill Clinton, president, for sexual harassment before the Monica Lewinsky scandal. So, like, she was like, you know, she kind of started it <laughs> with him. And when the, when the match, you know, start like, first of all, Harding, she's a bad bitch who was and is a little rough around the edges, and she just completely dominated the fight, often punching Jones in the back of the head as she ran away from the former figure skater to hide behind the referee. And Harding was named the winner by technical knockout. So, like yeah. it's that was the big deal. I remember everyone being, "Oh fuck, Tanya Harding's gonna f hurt another woman." <laughs> like, yeah, is essentially what it comes <laughs> down to. Yeah, though I mean, if you, I will say, if you look into Bill Clinton, I mean, Paul Jones wasn't the first. No, but she, she wasn't was maybe the first, the and she wouldn't be the last. <laughs> yeah, but um, she was the first to kind of in a new, uh, higher echelon of accusations. Let's say of Bill Clinton. <laughs> okay, um, but but. Yeah, so it's funny because that is kind of like two very like notorious women and and um it is also interesting to think about that because just on our other podcast uh podcast 99 because of the HBO doc we've kind of been like I feel like sort of re-examining Monica Lewinsky or also just sort of Yeah, she's awesome. This also the, or or even just I guess the way people were talking about Girls Gone Wild in the late 90s and we keep talking about Girls Gone Wild as a dump and it is coming. Um, so I just feel like there was sort of there was like a lot of room uh, for better or for worse for this sort of like the villainous woman. 
character in the late 90s yeah it's like what's her problem like is right which is like like, super fucked up yeah so then it's like let's have that like you know like because that's the thing is i mean now to think about it even just the idea like girl fight like i feel like that was a thing (laughs) that people yelled out in movies yeah like nice dude cat fight fight. yeah cat fight yeah yeah right well like jerry springer i mean that's what you would watch jerry springer to see a chick get rocked in the face by another chick right you know like hopefully like very much in that yeah you know and and the the bigger (laughs) a weight difference between the two the better um so that event aired on march 13th 2002 now though the reviews were far from good the freak show aspect proved to be enough to keep it going and fox announced a second night of celebrity boxing that would take place just a few months later on May 22nd, 2002. This time with four matches instead of three and with an even more ridiculous lineup or, or card, as they say in the in the biz. Uh, the night of Fox's second celebrity boxing event began with celebrity boxing alumni Barry DeButcher Williams, a.k.a. Greg Brady, singing the national anthem. I guess they didn't have a, you know, they couldn't get a Backstreet Boy for the second time. I think they had a harder yeah. time getting people in general for the second one once the first one came out like people probably dropped off uh, we'll get into that in a second though so the first match of the fight was between darva conger who was the winner of the dating show who wants to marry a multimillionaire, and gymnast slash <laughs> olympic gold medalist olga corbett who in 2002 just months before this match was busted shoplifting 19 dollars worth of merchandise from like a convenience store um, and surprisingly the professional athlete gets completely rocked by Conger, who won after a unanimous decision from the judges. And, like, again... So that is... That is already just, like, from one... Like, that's really pushing it, even for this, From one month, the drop in, like, celebrity has already... Oh, my God. Yeah, no, just, just completely. But the next one is undoubtedly the most infamous match of them all, even more than the Tanya Harding match, and that's Dustin Diamond, a.k.a. Screech, the lovable nerd from Saved by the Bell. He was to box, in his words, the Screech from the 70s, Ron Palio, a.k.a. Horseshack, from Welcome Back, Cotter. Now, while on paper, the match seemed to be as perfect as a Partridge versus a Brady, the problem in reality was that Diamond was half the age of Polio. Polio was filming the third season of Welcome Back, Cotter, the year that Dustin Diamond was born. Okay, so like yeah. that's that's already fucking yeah. you know a, a huge difference. And he had also been training with a professional and award-winning coach and a kickboxing coach, so he was just like ready to fucking <laughs> rock this dude. And he spent his life being Screech, so like the tendency is to like get buff and sh- and like kind of like handle yourself. It's like Carrot Top. Like Carrot Top is so jacked because we made Carrot- him this way <laughs> by talking so much shit. That like they like or, force uh, themselves into working out. Jaleel White Urkel. Oh yeah, Urkel is just handsome, handsome, handsome ripped, man, <laughs> toned man. Yeah, he's definitely more Stefan Urkel than Steve Urkel. And yeah, life. and I think that uh, Urkel was he even he was too good for for this. Like he, <laughs> you know, you can get a screech, but you're definitely. not going to get not going to well, get but, Urkel. But that's part of it. Is it, it it is extremely exploitative and when you say celebrity, like you said, it's not Brad Pitt versus Johnny Depp. Right. You're, can you imagine? It's not George I mean, of course like that would obviously make so much money, but there is sort of this I don't know, this unspoken thing like just don't you know, someone like Michael Sarah versus Michael the, Clark Duncan. Right. Like somewhere <laughs> along the many lines of 
their managers and their people and their entourage. Oh, and you can't fuck up a face. It's, like, But, like, literally, yeah, exactly. There's just, I mean, really, there are no A-list no one's doing it. No. People doing this whatsoever. No. And, and you know what's interesting, though? You will see A-listers uh, participate in uh, pro wrestling stuff every once in a while. That used to be way more common, like, back in the day. But, I mean, uh, you know, now they get folks like, you know, Jared the Subway guy and uh, Kevin Federline right. and, and shit. But, but, but also, know. like you said, there there is, I mean, there can there is a staged element. I mean, right. boxing is boxing. And yeah, you can this get, is real. Yeah, you can get a punch to the face. And, and don't get me wrong, wrestling and, is real too, folks. It's just it's it's no, it's predetermined. But there's but, a theatrical yeah. element. No, you can very much get injured in wrestling, but boxing, boxing, is, everyone's no, getting injured. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, everyone's getting hit for real. Now, Polio, he also trained with, uh, you know, he trained a little with a pro coach as well, but the weight and the height difference coupled with the age difference were just, it was barely sanctionable. Like, there was serious concerns about letting these guys fight because Dustin Diamond had, like, 50 pounds on this dude, and he was about half a foot taller. So, I mean, everything is just, like, leading up to this old guy getting fucking rocks dude like yeah and, and like but you see like, his eyes a, too he yeah. looks like a like a, a scared animal like like, a like shark like oh fuck shark. and then once yeah. he gets hit yeah. then it's just like it's surreal and i mean if you ever want to see a young guy just beat the shit out of an older guy look no further like this is a hundred percent the match for you if you want to see a defenseless like short meek kind of funny like nerdy older guy just get his shit rocked by like a young bro <laughs> but that's also part of it is like how you know it doesn't really give Dustin Diamond any credibility to say oh great job I'm glad you trained to beat the shit out of an old guy you know <laughs> yeah. like the fact that he took it so seriously kind of feels off too I'm sure know? when he like, got to the ring he was like oh shit like I'm, but he's, like, but I'm he's still, going like, after him. Yeah, you know? no, yeah. I mean, he's just probably saw every fucking face of everyone that's ever laughed at him in his life, and that dude, uh, and then just like <laughs> destroyed him. Um, and yeah, so you know, it became clear within the first minute that Polio was at a major disadvantage, and Diamond just completely pulverizes him and won the match without question. And that's kind of ironic because the nickname that they gave Polio was the Pulverizer. <laughs> and, yeah, and you know yeah. it, it was the it was the opposite, and the physical yeah, differences between the opponents really made this match stand out as an unfortunate moment in celebrity exploitation. Like there's the right. there's like the comedic aspect of it, and then just like this sad like what are you guys like what are you doing here kind of aspect of it that like made everyone just kind of like oof like that was that was rough now the next match could have had potential but it proved not to and this was a match between basketball legend and actual giant Manute Bowl and football legend and actual giant in a different way William the Fridge Perry now Manute Bowl stood 7 foot 7 like 7 feet 7 inches tall and Perry stood 6 foot 2 inches tall and weighed 335 pounds so so the way that like Damn. sports commentators like describe this fight is like a funhouse mirror where like one guy's super stretched, <laughs> like super tall and skinny and the other guy's like scrunched down and super wide. <laughs> and like, <laughs> but again, these are like pro athletes and Manute Bowl, like in one of his games, like it's like an infamous thing you can find on YouTube. Like he gets into a fist fight. And so like they were talking about that and you know, the fridge is the fridge. So they're like, Oh yeah, this is going to be like brutal. And it seemed fitting to put two of sports, most popular players against each other, but it became clear 
clear to everyone watching it that this in no way would be a fair or even functional match. And without being able to really get anywhere near Bull, Perry lost a match. I mean, Manute Bull could stand mm-hmm. on one side of the ring and just hold Perry back. I mean, the guy couldn't mm-hmm. get within an arm's reach of the dude. And so, it, right, like, a right. lot of people were just like, God, this is fucking boring as shit, man. Like, nothing's really happening because these guys can't get just, anywhere near each of, other. It's kind of sad, you know? Yeah, and it is sad. Yeah. Now, the main event for Fox's second and last celebrity boxing event was between Joey Botafuco and Joni Lara, a.k.a. China. Now, this wasn't the match that the organizers had planned on. The original match was supposed to be between the two of the biggest scumbags ever, Botafuco and John Wayne Bobbitt. But Bobbitt was arrested for domestic violence shortly before, so he was cut. And He was too busy just continuing to be a piece of shit. Yeah, like yeah. He couldn't, he, he couldn't pencil he, in. He, he couldn't be a piece of shit on TV. He had to be a piece of shit in real life. He dude, just always grinding. He, he, got, he got his schedule. Yeah, he got his schedule mixed up. <laughs> always hustling, dude. Never stop yeah. being a piece of shit. Now, if, yeah, yeah, so John Wayne Bobbitt, he's the guy who had his dick cut off by his wife, who he severely abused. Lorena Bobbitt. Yeah, Lorena. Yeah, yeah fucking hero. And then uh, Botafuco, if I'm not mistaken, the story was he was just like this schlub who was having an affair with this woman, Amy Fisher, who was a young girl, like teenage girl. She was known as the Long Island Lolita. And she like fell in love with Botafuco, but he wouldn't leave his wife. So she attempted to murder his wife. It became this huge thing. So, it, but and, it and w- wait, wait, didn't didn't he he had, he was like an auto body shop guy? Yeah, yeah, he was just like a, a schlub. So, yeah, Long Island. So here's the guy. thing, I I remember this also. I swear that I was like in a hotel with my family on like a vacation, and we're just like watching whatever, and they're doing one of those like daytime like true crime things, and they called him the lug nut Lothario or something <laughs> i swear but i swear That's i definitely awesome. remember this joey butafuku guy now like. also it, there's this little tinge of irony here and i know it's not the same thing but i think it's semi-ironic that bobbit was booted from the lineup for assaulting a woman and in turn butafuku had to fight a woman Right. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. it, it, hey, it's if it's in the ring, it's... one thing, you know. Uh, now, originally, China was supposed to fight Weird Al Yankovic, but Weird Al mm-hmm. declined the invite, citing the lack of anything positive about participating. And then the match was offered to Adam Carolla, who also declined for seemingly the same reasons as Weird Al. So the promoters right. pushed China. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's I no mean, good reason to do this. And especially China. And yeah, I mean, and actually, I was watching the the Botafuco China fight, and it was interesting because a lot of comments seem to be coming from her fans, being like, "I really wish she didn't do this because, yeah. like, she does get the shit beat out of her, and it is sad." And I think that there's a lot of people that are like in her corner and have a lot of sympathy for her story because she's a so girly girl. Just, like that's what people and don't just understand. Saying, like saying like that they. You know, they wish she hadn't done it. And then again, like with Weird Al, it's like, I mean, also at the same time, you know, to me, Weird Al's never going to be a dump because he's a fucking icon. And yeah, he's a fucking icon. I mean, in the late 90s, he was still he did a what? Running with scissors. Yeah, one of the greatest albums of his. I mean, that 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 had like crazy hits on it still. So, I don't know. No, it makes sense. Yeah, that that that's it's it's a whole thing. Yeah, and of course, yeah, we were just like, yeah, and also like, 
I like China's fucking scary. She's a pro wrestler. She's a very tall, very muscular person. You know, like yeah, and, but he's so much. But Botafuco is so much bigger than her because they're thinking about it. I mean, I guess that's one thing about boxing is you fucking match people by their weights. Yeah. And like, but celebrity boxing, they're matching people by sort of by the reputation, <laughs> the yeah, re reputation, or like what would be the funniest. And that's the whole the whole laughing at factor is like right. wouldn't well, it be so funny if uh, yeah and you know well and the match seemed a little unfair at first due to china's experience as a professional athlete in the wwe but that didn't really matter when the match started because botafuco ended up winning after giving china a big old shiner and swelling up her eye i mean and it's like yeah. when you watch it again like you're like oh like i'm just watching a guy just wail on a chick <laughs> that's right. how it comes that's across and it's like hmm, it's like i feel like he's done yeah. this before uh, it's like kind of what yeah what you get yeah. from it so the aftermath of it all it was after the second celebrity boxing event that fans had had enough the thrill was gone and it was clear that as a celebrity if you did participate you were sealing your own fate as a wash up in the eyes of the audiences and while fox never aired another night of celebrity boxing there were several other celebrity boxing matches that happened after and still happen today there's even been and, you know, there's many, many celebrity boxing events for charity since the Fox matches. Uh, baseball bad boy Jose Canseco is a regular fixture at these matches. He even boxed uh, Danny Bonaducci, Danny Boom Boom Bonaducci uh, in one well, match. Bonaducci like is just, yeah, he just, it sounds seems like, like he, he likes, likes to, to box. box maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds like he likes to, you know, yeah, uh, get whaled. I feel like Canseco definitely beat him, though. Um, but other celebrities that have done, you know, is boxing is uh, Shaq. Fucking Coolio, Ruby Rose, Rodney King, Sticky Fingers, the rapper, and Dave Mira have all done this. Also, in 2008, Hulk Hogan had a Celebrity Wrestling World Championship, and Dustin Diamond and Todd Bridges were both in that. And that was like they trained them how to wrestle, and they did these celebrity wrestling matches. But obviously, yeah. those are a little, you know, those are rehearsed and such. I, I got to say, Rodney King doing celebrity yeah. boxing wrestling that's gotta be like that's crazy that's fucking crazy yeah shit, there's a distasteful you know? 90s joke uh, nestled in there somewhere but uh I'm, I don't, yeah. I'm not gonna dig it out so recently however with the rise of pay-per-view online streaming events and websites like uh what like like fight like F-I-T-E night.com or something like that. Uh, celebrity boxing made a comeback. And the most notable match was the June of 2021 match between YouTube star and influencer Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather, who is, you know, one of the highest regarded boxers in the history of the entire sport. And the other Paul brother, Jake, has also stepped into the ring multiple times. Another notable celebrity match to happen in the year 2021 was between child pop star Aaron Carter and former NBA star and ex-husband of Chloe Kardashian, Lamar Odom, and Odom yeah, crushed <laughs> Aaron Carter. I mean, yeah, Odom's like that's like a minute so bowl. He's like super tall. Yeah, it's like a child fighting so Slender Man. So much bigger than him, and Aaron Carter has. Aaron Carter is. I mean, I've kind of been catching little glimpses of that, and I mean, I mean. Yeah, there's a lot Dude, there. I don't know. It's crazy. He Maybe looks, um uh, he lost the fight. Like all those super cool tattoos he had were weighing him down. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, I it also kind of looks like maybe he's done a lot of meth. Maybe yeah. I know. That's, <laughs> well, we don't he usually said, get to that speculation, but it feels like he's done a lot of. 
a lot of something of drugs. He said yeah. that he has some condition that like fucks up his metabolism or something and makes him look gaunt. But who knows? But he lost, and yeah. uh, you know everyone went crazy for it. And yeah, it's still happening. I mean, like the influencer Supreme Patty, he's boxed people multiple times, and now it, right, right. Yeah, but like none of the good guys <laughs> like that I like, like Gucci Berry or like Damn Long Neck or anything. Like no, I want to mm-hmm. see one of those guys fucking box or like uh, airsoft. Fatty. I'm totally giving away all of my guiltiest pleasure followings on Instagram right now. Don't don't judge me too harsh. So what does it all mean? What does celebrity boxing all mean? Uh, I think it means that we love to kick people when they're down, especially celebrities, and even more especially if it's another celebrity doing the kicking. This somehow feeds multiple desires, that desire for violent competition, but also to see those in the spotlight, spotlight fall from grace. While it doesn't say much for the promoters or participants, it definitely says even less about the audience. <laughs> you know, like yeah, no, no one's getting out of this thing unscathed. Because if you you put it up and no one watches it, it's one thing. You say, "Hey, fuck you! You're an asshole for doing it." But then if people watch it, then I mean, everyone's everyone's the of, asshole. And I mean, even us, just even doing the episode, you know, we're kind of assholes too. I mean, that just goes for, for like <laughs> everything that we do. Like, like, but know. yeah, because it's not, it's almost like it's even the metaphor. I know like it's just a metaphor, kick people when they're down, but there's something about being the audience where you don't even have to do the kicking. Yeah. You just sit back but and also watch someone else do the kicking. It's literal kicking. Like, like not even just like yeah. being the butt <laughs> of a joke or like making a meme. It's like, no, you're watching someone be physically harmed at their like lowest yeah. point in their career. Like no one like w- stepped into the celebrity boxing ring and thought to themselves, this is where my comeback starts. Like, no, that's where your fall down ends. Like that's yeah. it, it, it's the rock bottom of for for celebrities, um, but yeah. So that that's that's celebrity boxing, and also uh, we'll post it on our Patreon um, to make it easy for you folks. But you can find the complete airing of celebrity boxing online. Like the videos are out there, and also I would really recommend uh, reading the ESPN. Uh, there's an ESPN article about the the whole thing, which is you know fantastic, and also I think E like uh, the E channel they had they did like this just scathing review of of the whole thing and just like really drives it home how uh, how unfortunate it was. So like I mentioned uh, just now, we have a Patreon and we want you to subscribe to it. It helps us out a lot. There's all kinds of interesting and exclusive stuff there. Patreon.com/slash/culturedumps. Follow us on Instagram at culturedumps and send us an email if you'd like with suggestions or questions or if you have any experience with any of this stuff at culturedumps at gmail.com. I'm Ryan Lichten. I've been joined by Parks Miller. This is Culture Dumps, where you eat it up and we dump it out.